Welcome. You are now tuned into the Textually Active Podcast. Everybody, welcome back to Textually Active 2021 edition. Ow! If you made it to 2021, make some motherfucking noise. Hello? That's good. That's good. Is, any, is anybody out there? That's pretty good. I'm your host, Rez, and I got Meezy with me. Did you miss me? This is the podcast about Damn. navigating the digital. I-, I missed you a little bit. Damn, I was going <laughs> to say you skipped my nigga on the board. <laughs> we ain't fire him in 2021. I mean, that that response to 2021, are you out there, was a little slow. Damn. Niggas getting fired in 2021 <laughs> already. Oh, shit. We got Eric on the boards. <laughs> say hi, baby. Say a- what's up, baby. That's weird. Relax. <laughs> I'm not dealing with y'all shit. What up, man? What up, what up? This is the podcast about navigating the digital age while dealing with friendships, relationships, and all the ships in between. Meezy, do you want to tell the people who we do it for? Who do we do this podcast for? We do it for um, motherfuckers that used to have a Honda Accord mm-hmm. with the cloth seats. A Malibu with the cloth seats. Because that was every black woman's favorite car if they yeah. ever had one. Uh, we do it for uh niggas who don't wash their uh water bottles out every time. <laughs> you know that water been sitting in there for about a week. You still drink it. But. Real question: Why do you have to wash your water bottle if it's water in it? <laughs> hey, relax, relax. <laughs> like am I wallet? Nah, not Yo, really. Y'all nasty. Am I wallet? Like how often do you really have to wash your water bottle? It's it water, water in it. <laughs> Isn't water cleaning? Yeah. Like COVID twenty, uh, COVID nineteen point two. It's twenty twenty one. We don't gotta follow by them rules yeah, no more. COVID on the way out of here. That shit nineteen COVID. We here. It's twenty twenty one. Crazy. Can- have, have are we gonna change the name of this or is it the same COVID? Because nah, if we can't beat the same one, if we can't beat that one, we pussy. Nah, I seen some <laughs> shit called Nor- Nora virus coming out. Nora, Nora, like that uh, Nick and Nora. Yeah, Nora, N O R A. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens. That sound white. It ain't got no season to it. <sighs> okay, COVID sound like a scary bitch. COVID was a scary bitch. COVID it was Spanish. COVID, COVID is. is a scary bitch. <laughs> But yeah, we also do this podcast for bitches who used to drive the Toyota. We do it for men with a bigger ego than their penis. Um, not saying that you guys have a little one, but I respect the men with a big ego. Shout out to Kanye. And we also do it for the shorties that was on MySpace taking that selfie. The girls who invented the selfie. So if that's you, welcome to our podcast. Um, let's get straight to it, you know? Not, not flip phone selfie. I'm talking about whole digital camera. Yeah. World. Yeah. You know the one that you had to turn sideways. You had to get that hip pop. The ones that used to sit up on that sink to make that booty pop. That was before plastic surgery. Nasty ass time. Mm-hmm. So if you're listening to this so fresh and so clear, make sure you pull out your phone, screenshot it, post it to your social media. Let the people know that you're listening to us in the new year. You cut off a lot of shit, but you didn't cut off your favorite podcast. And and for that, we love you. We know it's been a long, lonely week without us, but we back. Right. How y'all feeling? I'm out here trying to get this money. <laughs> That's how I feel. Last episode, you said you was going to be where the money resided. Did you find it? Oh, it's on its way. Mm-hmm. 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 I like broke material. <laughs> yeah. Broke. 
What? I'm here. Not I'm manifesting here. broke for 2021. I mean, I'm here. I'm where the money is. Okay. <laughs> you know okay. I, I feel you. <laughs> I'm here. If the money reside, if I want to be where the money reside, I'm always there. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I, I feel you. Big, I feel you. Big money talk. Can you can you answer me? Did y'all have a good Christmas? Did you get what you wanted? I mean, you know, Christmas is Christmas. Uh-huh. Know, a little holiday fatigue between uh nigga couldn't wait to say holiday fatigue <laughs> can't get rid of that one yet <laughs> between between pandemics the federal postal service being underfunded greensboro uh come on yet <laughs> <laughs> uh fucking uh niggas got superpowers mm-hmm. uh niggas is on zoom talking to their family fucking virtual parties worrying about they they stemmy it's been a, it's been a lot in the last couple of weeks, but you know we here. You know what I'm saying out here living. Tell me something. What's six hundred dollars doing for you? Now, do you want me to give you the real answer or the ignorant answer? Both. Both of them. Number one, six hundred dollars in actuality ain't really that much. So mm-hmm. it's just something you keep you keep tucked just in case you need it. Mm-hmm. My ignorant answer is. I'm trying. I'm still trying to sniff some ass through a mask. This <laughs> <laughs> is what I want to do. I seen a couple people on the timeline at the strip club, so they open. Oh yeah, I'm trying to. They open. <sighs> mm. That's gross. That is pretty gross. <laughs> the holiday season is over. Um, we made it to the new year. We don't have to deal with none of that shit. Delete all that shit, Peggy. Everything that happened 2020, let it go. It's over. So. Keeping in the spirit of letting things go and leaving shit behind in 2020, uh, for the record, we will be saying 2020 clear into April because I'm still trying to get used to saying 2021. No, I'm getting my I'm getting my months back. That other 2020, <laughs> that wasn't worth it. It wasn't worth it. <laughs> Someone, it was on a layaway. They put my shit back. I got to go get that. Peggy, delete it. Delete all it. So it's 2021. We getting rid of some shit. It's some things that y'all been saying that y'all been letting go. I've been seeing it on your timeline. Y'all done recreated the girl with the bun. Y'all got what y'all letting go. Y'all got what y'all taking with you. And you got what you expecting this year. So, I mean, let's keep it real. How many of y'all really let go of shit that y'all said y'all was going to let go of? By show hands? I'm a realist, so... <laughs> yeah, I I don't ever say, oh, I'm about to cut somebody off because it probably doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. And I don't and I don't think I don't really see a lot of people doing that. I'm not for what until it's too late. Niggas hang themselves when you give them ropes, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The snake, you see the snakes in the grass, bro. <laughs> I'm just trying to say all the cliche shit that apply right Keep here. Keep the grass cut low. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying like all this shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Keep them squares at your circle. Keep like. the circle small. <laughs> My sp- my circles are smallest. A period. Like, when somebody shows you who they are, believe them. <laughs> Actions speak louder than words. Those are red flags, not six flags. <laughs> like all of that shit sound good, but in actuality, that shit goes away by itself. Listen, but, it's it's okay if you didn't cut off your family. Right. It's okay if you didn't cut off your best friend who didn't tell you that your hair looked a mess and let you go out and take them pictures with your hair looking a mess. Which you probably shouldn't have anyway because it's a pandemic still. <laughs> it's a fucking pandemic. Hey, on a low though, during this pandemic, I done seen some fire photo shoots out of nowhere. <laughs> Me too. Me too. 
It's okay if you if you ain't let if you really don't know how to cut your ex off. It's okay if you still hanging on to them old bosses and coworkers that you done outgrew. Mm. You know, because we gotta cut off uh, coworkers too. They be toxic. The ones that's always trying to tell you about the job that you've been left. Them ex coworkers, the boss that still call you for favors even though you quit. It's okay to cut them off too. Damn. You know, and that's why textually active is here. That's so we're here to discuss like honestly what does it look like to cut somebody off quote unquote in 2020 you know we have this attitude about us as millennials that we don't need nobody we don't give a fuck about shit especially with the internet and everything being so accessible you just have to put off this front like you don't care if you lose people but i don't feel like that's the truth with everybody i don't think it's as easy to cut people off as we make it seem, I know you. <laughs> I would like to rebuttal. Okay. And say, a bunch of us do believe that. <laughs> Wait, Y'all don't stand behind it. I stand behind it firmly. Uh-huh. A lot of the shit that uh, you see from me be uh, fucking uh, obligations. Okay. So me being Mr. Introvert, who'd rather be asleep. Around these these hours in the afternoon PMs, uh, unless it's something I really gotta do, I don't really care about it, fam. Like, I don't really care. So when it comes to these uh relation uh friendships and all these ships in between, yeah, bro, you gotta come to me. I'm not really chasing after it. You know what I'm saying? My group texts are uh one of those things where you respond I, when you want to respond you know. when you want. See what I'm saying? Respond when you want to. If you don't need to, you just check it out. Do play your role, do your role, whatever. Like, well, you don't gotta go through all that. You don't got to stand on it. If that's how you feel, stand on it. I stand on See, it. See, the thing is, I would, I would say that is a little toxic by Meezy. And the only reason why I would say that was only if Meezy was the type to take his time to respond to people. And he asked for for favors in return. Oh, but um, Meezy does not. Meezy doesn't ask for stuff, and he doesn't request stuff. So it's just one of those things. Like Meezy is literally like the Grinch incarnate. You think so? Like just like I just let me be myself. Let me do what I want to do. I'm not gonna ask. You don't ask. Yeah, I definitely see where you're coming from with you saying you are an introvert and you kind of you're kind of one of those people who kind of just go with the flow right you're definitely not chasing anybody but you're i can't see you putting in the effort to cut anybody off either i'm not because i ain't like if you want like it's just there it don't matter to me like it's just there <laughs> you ain't get cut off if you pop up it's yo it's all love so yeah i think what measy is that he doesn't ever have to cut off because they never attach. You know what I'm saying? Because he never gives them the opportunity to do so. I and think he never attaches. You know what I'm saying? It's one of them things where I don't. Uh, I don't want to be the reason niggas feel a type of way. You know what I'm saying? Like, because you know, I I have sporadic hours. You know what I'm saying? If I get an idea, that was wild. That was a strong one. Uh, if I get an idea at four o'clock in the morning. I'm liable to hit you at four o'clock in the morning. Like, hey, I got this perfect idea for you. Boom. And yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm yeah. one of them guys. So when it becomes this thing where it's like, you know, you got to respect people's boundaries. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I can't. You know what I'm saying? We not on the same wavelength sometimes. You don't be on the same uh, t- type of time people be on. You got to you gotta respect that. You got to know how you are. 
to understand how they feel. So is it safe to say that nobody is really... I think when we think of cutting off, we think of like some abrupt, harsh stop. And I can see where we're no longer at that point. Like it used to be so dramatic that people would send you a text and say, I'm not fooling with you uh, anymore. Subliminal tweets, Mm -hmm. Facebook statuses. I just watched a couple go through a breakup online. I feel feel bad for them because I loved them together. But it was just like one of those things where... I felt a kind of way that they was doing it in public. You know what I'm saying? They was breaking up on Facebook. Apparently, that's it, Facebook like, stuff. Yeah, so it was like it was like oh, I don't I don't like this kind of thing no more. Like you know, back in the day, I'd be like, oh shit, let me jump back and forth, read, read, read. But I, I was like, ah, oh, this is sad. This so what were they saying? You know, they were saying like the message report. <laughs> so they were saying like you know you know exactly who I'm talking about. You did A, B, and C. Uh, then the, the rebuttal was, you know, damn, I ain't perfect and shit. You know what I'm saying? The typical shit, the black shit. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those things where it's like, you hate to see it for, like, the play out like this. Because there's always that one messy girl in the comments that go, don't put all your business on Facebook. like. But it's like, she got a point. Like, you don't have to do this. You don't, you can deal with this. Okay, time out. Let me say this. I do want to say this. If that's how you choose to deal with it. That's fine. That's your obligation. Yeah, you don't want to shame anybody. You're, f- you're free. F- you're free to do that. Listen, if if you, can I ask, can I ask a, a suggestion about the Facebook thing? What's up? So look, if you want to have your your breakup on Facebook, there's this little thing that says who can see your post, right? <laughs> if you're gonna do your messy breakup on there, just say hey, exclude this person. Nah, bro. I, f- I feel like it should just be exclude everybody. But this person, right? So they know, they oh, get it. So, yeah. So you know what so I'm they, saying. So the thing is, like, because what happens, like, everybody don't be knowing that that can happen, right? Exactly. So if you exclude everybody but the person you're talking about, oh. or you got a close friend to your your Facebook, exactly. But so if that's how you choose to go about, you know, letting people know you cut them off or letting them know this is how you feel, you have every right. But you also kind of understand you did this publicly. Hmm. I'm in your business because you let me in your business. You put me there. You put me there. You brought this to my attention. I knew nothing about this. I was sitting there minding my business. And scrolling and it said, you ain't shit. You That's know what I hate? <laughs> like, shit like, you know what I hate? What? Niggas. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, now I'm invested. They said, one man to the moon. Why did they stop there? They should have sent them all. Right. Shit like that. On one side, I'm a like. Thank God y'all did all this Christmas giveaways. But on the other side, I'm damn sure going to like, you ain't shit and your baby mama ain't shit. Post. Nah, I'm of the community of if I see you and your relationship throughout the whole time, I see when I'm y'all invested. was doing the sneaky link. I see when y'all was going on vacations. I see when y'all took it, girlfriend and boyfriend. I seen the post about you. All y'all old bitches that used to fuck with Daquan, it's no longer. It's over for that. It's Daquan. me. It's me, sweetie. Get a good look. Delete his number. I seen that. And now I don't see nothing. So I want to know. It pisses me off when I see the nigga and be like, oh, that's what she with. And we never see this nigga again. Mm-hmm. Like, where'd he go? I know girls who are serial daters who will continue to post new niggas. Like, I done seen this. Savage. This is your fifth season. Savage. This is your fifth season. Ain't nothing wrong with it, though. But it's 2021, so that all got deleted. <laughs> But I, we say no, all, it don't. We it did. No, it don't. It do. If he's still in your DMs, you can't delete Listen, it. But you can't like like everybody. That's just my only thing. 
You can date whoever you want. If he still got the smell in his mustache, you can't delete it. <laughs> Did it stink a little bit? <laughs> I think we've evolved from, except for your experience with that um, public breakup. Right. I think we've evolved from outside of breakups. Like breakups, I think technically that's a cutoff because you never really, unless you disclose that at the end of the relationship while you're breaking up, because that that's like one of the main things that you have to kind of like, yeah, you literally have to cut ties. So when you're having that conversation, hey, this and ain't. it's kind of helpful because then. Uh, when this you, ain't what it used to be. Like, I'm sick. I it's helpful it because like if you and E break up on the internet and I see it, I don't have to like see you and ask about him. Right. Because I already know. But they not low. They only do that. <laughs> Girls only do that so they could open up the floodgates to the niggas that been waiting. That's the only reason why they post that post. Single again. Back on the pro. You got to make sure that picture fires too. It can't just be you sitting in the bed with your bonnet. You got to throw that shit on and get on the gram by yourself. On. Make sure they see what the fuck is going on. Pop that leg out. <laughs> you this leg. Pop Pop that hip, <laughs> turn that head up, make sure that neck is elongated, and let them know I'm single. What's up? Elongated was a good word. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it, it's helpful. So, you know what I'm saying? If that's how you got to do it, be hey, we all for it. It's, uh, it's very clear. It helps with the communication ways. I know. Mm -hmm. I see what type of time you all. Same thing with friends, though. Same thing with friends, because... I mean, what do you do with friends? No, like be because... What? It's weird when you see a group of girls who always hang out. That's their, you know, when you see three of one or two of them, the third one is coming. Or, you know, if it's four of them, the fifth one is coming. It's all of them. So when you stop seeing them together, I'm the type of person and I'm the type of follower on social media and, and Facebook and stuff who pays attention to that stuff. Like, damn, you and your dog ain't speaking no more. And I'll go piece shit together on both of y'all profiles. So when I'm seeing the little shots, damn, a bitch can't even have a boyfriend without niggas acting weird and stuff like that. Like, I know that you're talking about your old best friend. On a on a low <laughs> over the last couple of weeks, I've been trying to post like piece your friends together. Like, I've been paying attention to the love quotes over the TVs and who TV this is because oh. I know what your TV look like and that ain't your house. Oh. Your walls under. I've been trying to piece your friends together. I haven't got it quite down yet. <laughs> But the next time you out these streets, I make because you'll it. fuck around, see me with your sister, <laughs> you'll know see like, me with Jess. I've been trying, I've been like trying to like piece your friends together. Who house look like what? Most likely to be seen with your best friend's best friend. That's all. That's it. Wow, that's I'm a friend hopper. That's crazy. They all love me though. That's crazy. There's nothing wrong with it. It is. But same story. You do not have because you you from you from out of town. <laughs> what does that mean? So that mean you you might be throwing yourself in the crossfire some shit you ain't had nothing to do with. Oh, you know women don't like women for some reason. Oh, you right. Be over. I feel like I have gotten caught up in that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you get caught in the crossfires trying to buddy buddy both sides. Yeah, not knowing the story because you didn't know they knew each other, and you know shit happens. Yeah, I feel like I have gotten caught up in that. Like, um. A group of girls see me hanging out with another girl and they think that since I'm friends with them, I automatically know the backstory about why they're not friends. Right. Like, you don't mess with that girl, but I don't know that. So when I'm coming up to you having a genuine conversation, you're like, oh, this bitch, da, da, da. Like, 
I didn't know y'all was beefing. I just got here. Yeah. I thought we was all friends. So how are you supposed to cut your friends off if you don't really know why you really cutting your friends off? See, and that goes back to my point about cutting off not being as dramatic as it used to be. Because we like to act like we don't and we don't know that the friendship is coming to an end. You know that the friendship is coming to an end where when it's the last five times she's called you to hang out is because she wanted to go out or the, um, the last five times you asked her to go out. She said that she didn't want to go out or when you call her, the conversation isn't really hitting the way it used to. Like y'all don't even you you can. We always talking about the vibes, right? You know the fucking vibes. You know the vibes. She's not fucking with you. That person's not fucking with you. You know that. So it doesn't even need to get to the point where y'all having a conversation about y'all not fucking with each other. But it do, bro, because it make everything awkward. Mm-hmm. Like, because like, you know the first thing we do as people when the vibes ain't right and we ain't, we ain't clicking, the energy not here, uh, we start pointing a finger at each other. Mm-hmm. Like, you just said, I keep calling you to hang out, and you don't want to hang out. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with this bitch? You don't want to hang out with me? I ain't good enough for her to hang out no more. Then, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or we call, all she ever want, she only only want to call me to talk about what the fuck she got going on. She'll never want to listen to me and hear what I got to say. Right. So then it's like, well, am I being a bad friend too? Mm-hmm. Because I know I'm her listener. I know I'm her turn up friend. Right. And because something ain't right here, am I doing something wrong? And, like, at some point, you got to address it. I don't know how because, you know, I don't ever let friendships get that far. Friendships with men don't really work like that. <laughs> like, if me and E stop talking today uh, for some odd reason that didn't involve women or money, <laughs> we'll eventually see each other and talk like we've never not seen each other. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of hard for guys to understand that because that's just how men see men. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, unless. Or, or, or if you move in kind of funny. Right. Like, unless, we, like, it always end up being over some money or some women or some disloyal type ish. Like, I don't really. We don't ever have that kind of relationship with people. So, you know what I'm saying? If I don't see my friends for a while. As soon as the group text open, boom, it's lit. I think women and women do have friendships in that way, but they also have friendships where I know that you're my turn up buddy and I don't have to hit you. I probably didn't hit you up all year of 2019 or maybe a few times 2019 because we couldn't go out. Like I couldn't turn up with you. Right. And circumstantial. we have those friendships that we know the vibes with that and if something were to happen, like we wouldn't feel away, we could still link back up and be cool. But then there's also those friendships that have like a strong bond in the beginning and you could feel the feelings changing. Yeah, Things might have shifted. Somebody got into a new relationship. There's a baby involved. Uh, somebody got a new job. Things change. We're getting older. Right. Relationships are evolving. And sometimes you may say that you cut that person off, but right. that didn't necessarily happen. You guys grew apart. Right. And I think that's the aspect of cutting off that I'm talking about. Right. But there are those scenarios when somebody does you wrong or you get hurt and you definitely need to move away from those people. And I don't know if that necessarily needs a conversation or if you just move on from that. I mean, the biggest thing is you got to acknowledge the problem. Mm-hmm. You, If you feel it, you got to take a minute and be like... Something right here. Yeah. That's number one. 
And that's with any friendship, relationship, anything, family, like, anything. If you start to feel like something off, you gotta, you yourself gotta. What's that shit they say about red flags? You gotta see the red flags. The red flags is a sign. Mm-hmm. So you gotta at least stop and take a moment to acknowledge that. And depending on how you feel about it, then address it. You know, depending on how you want to move, you can move accordingly. But first, you have to address it. Right. Like so, you've got to acknowledge it. So I have a question for you guys. Like, good. So you always kind of hear the term like if it doesn't serve you, right? Right. So I'm assuming that's a a. a it feels very religious, right? That that's it a does. yeah, that's a, a prerequisite. You, you know what I'm saying? Like that's something that has to happen before you cut somebody off, right? What does it mean when something doesn't serve you? I think for me, it's the blank for me. Remember, they used to say that in 2020. <laughs> uh, when it comes to me, I think no longer serving me means that I'm no longer being. My cup isn't being filled from this relationship it's, anymore. It's not beneficial. No it's more. not beneficial. I'm pouring into the relationship more than I'm getting out of it. Facts. And although people like to do stuff selflessly and and with nothing expected in return, that's not realistic because I can't constantly be draining my battery with you with nothing else to charge me up. It needs to be mutual because now I'm walking away from you drained, my battery on E, and you you filled up. And in relationships, friendships, and any type of entanglement that you have out here, you have to be getting something from it. I don't care if it's a nut. Remember I don't when, care. Remember when they said entanglement? Entanglement, twenty twenty. <laughs> the word twenty entanglement had a run summer in twenty twenty, didn't it? But yeah, that's like it's I one think of, we should take the number twenty out of like just that needs to stop too. Mm-hmm. Just number twenty. Nineteen twenty one. Yeah, I don't remember nobody with twenty. <laughs> like Barry Sanders quit while he was hot, so it's cool. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think it's one of those things where uh, when it comes down to it, like serves just means like it's for you. Like once that shit not for you no more, you gotta let it go. Like it don't do nothing. If you got a car that don't work and it just sit in the driveway, what you gonna do with it? You can't drive so, it no more. So. Someone cannot say that this doesn't serve me because I'm not, I'm not getting money off of this anymore. Fam, it is all a- anything. It's all fucking your perspective. If but, so, ideally, it should be something that's like non-materialistic. No, it could be anything. If if fucking if all I ever see on Twitter is fucking negative and bitches getting naked, and I don't believe that's where I'm at in life no more, I gotta get rid of Twitter. Right, it's no longer serving me. If Instagram becomes a bunch of funny memes that I don't like and clothes from brands that look like shit, it's no longer serving me. It's no longer serving me. I don't need it no more. It's not what I want it to be. I think it comes to a point where you just get fed up of different things and you have to decide for yourself when you've had enough. Like, what are your limits? Love yourself enough enough to know what you can and what you can't put up with. And I know it sounds cliche, love yourself, love yourself. But honestly... Fucking self-care helps with your self-esteem. I was just about to say, all we doing out here is trying to better ourselves. And if that shit ain't part of the vision of us being better, I know that this shit sound real cliche. Right. This might be the cliche episode. Mm-hmm. But it's just one of those things where it's like, fam, I'm, I, did, I never liked where I was at. Mm-mm. I don't like where I'm at. I didn't like where I, when I got to it because I thought it was better than where I was at. We always trying to progress. 
progress, progress, progress. Keep these fucking wheels moving. And it's one of those things where it be it come where motherfucker, I can't eat ice cream no more. I love a, lo- a little sauce served vanilla, a little birthday cake ice cream. Yo, me too. But nigga, I have gotta stop eating this shit because my stomach be fucked up, bro. I gotta learn that. Gotta do better for myself. <laughs> gotta do better. I gotta want better. So in order to want better and be better, you gotta lose some shit along the way. And that's okay. But on the other end, you might be the person that's no longer serving somebody. And you may have walked into 2021 not realizing that somebody ain't fucking with you no more. Or you might have got that late text or that phone call or uh we gotta speak. And that we gotta speak conversation turned into we can't be together no more. So now you got to pick your shit up and realize you have to live. You have to move on without this person in your life anymore. This another, person no longer wants you. I got another cliche. What? Well, that was just part of the universe. That That's was just universe. part of the universe. <laughs> That's the universe doing what it does. The universe is going to tell you, hey, guys, look at me. I'm one of those people who have got that text or who have got that phone call. And they said they ain't want to fuck with me no more. That's cool. I'm good. Whatever. It's nothing you can do about it. It's nothing you can do about it. But the thing is, is that you have to move on. I'm one of those people. And I know it has. I mean, I did the research. It has a lot to do with my attachment style. We'll get into that later. But I, I do a good job of put. I'm one of those people that we talked about in the beginning of the episode. I do a good job of putting up that wall. Like, I don't care. And. I'll say it so much that I start to believe that I don't care. Even though deep down inside it hit a nerve, I still have the ability to move on. And that's kind of like putting a Band-Aid over a a gunshot wound. But that's how I cope. Yeah. We're moving on. Yeah. Because, like, fam, I'm I'm all for seeing people win. So if you think I'm a problem, let me know. Just let me know. No. Don't. uh, What's the. the, What's the other. The. Toxic phrase Don't gas like me Don't Don't uh Don't ghost me And gas like me You need to tell me Communicate with me I'm just using all trigger words mm-hmm. All trigger words All episodes Trigger is a word too Trigger is a trigger We ain't even getting To the toxic bag Whoa. It's okay if I was toxic I may have been toxic To your life Because all I want to do Is complain about School I might have negative energy Mm-hmm. That's just where my brain is at. We don't never take the time to <laughs> acknowledge that we have negative energy. Yeah. We might be hating. Mm-hmm. I be hating sometimes. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. It just feel right at the time. The no, hate. I, I don't know why. I don't Not know you why. calling yourself a hater on I, your podcast. Hey, listen. I be hating. I, sometimes y'all send me shit and I, and I be like, okay, and I opened it, but I really didn't look at it. Shit, sometimes I don't watch episodes of this. Mm-hmm. I be hating. How you hating on your own shit? I mean, you know what I'm saying? Who's who? Ooh, another cliche. I'm my biggest critic. <laughs> I'm in my bag today, boy. But it be it's like that. I think what we do is we live in this facade that we these positive, happy people. Mm-hmm. And in actuality, some of us are fucking miserable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> some of us are toxic. Some of us only see inside our fucking bubble, and we see things. That really, really serve us and think it don't serve us. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! I felt like a preacher. We see this. <laughs> you preaching right now? That boy preaching. <laughs> like we see shit that we think don't serve us, but it really do serve us. And that corny exactly friend that mm-hmm. don't ever want to go out. 
It's because she's trying to better herself from doing the shit we was doing when we was 22. Mm-hmm. Like, damn, I got 30, 30, 30, like 30 days left. Might be 30. And I know they say don't put a time limit on your life, but I don't want to really still be. It's not be, really a time limit. It's a milestone. But I still don't want to be doing the shit I was doing at 20. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 wanna, I want people around me that's like, I would go drink all night with you. I don't want to. And I, I'm tired. Mm-hmm. Like that lets you know, like, you know what? Maybe I should be tired. Maybe I ain't doing enough. Or maybe I don't need to spend the $20 that I got on drinks when I could just stay at home. Right. Have a good night. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes we got to acknowledge we be on bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> it's called a self-reflecting. And, you know, if you're one of those people who came into the new year and you lost some friends or your circle got smaller throughout 2019, it has really doesn't I don't want you to beat yourself up about it because it happens to all of us. But I do want you to be realistic about the way that you look back on it. Um, A lot of times when we look back on things, we like to look at the good things, the good times that you have with somebody or the good moments, the highlight reel of your relationship. Instead of honestly taking a full look at the bigger picture and seeing what pieces played into ending up with you guys not speaking anymore. And I don't want you guys to get too wrapped up in thinking that you're not somebody not being a part of your life is the end all be all to what you have going on in your life. Like it's a journey. It's people that I've stopped speaking to that. I never thought that I would like be without, like we were supposed to be in communication forever. Like we had this bond It's good and I'm fine. You know, but you have to accept that people, some people are temporary. I think Tyler Perry said it in one of the plays about people are like seasons. It's true. Cliche episode. Tyler Perry. Nah, Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry a billionaire with no bitches. (laughs) He was dropping gems, though. Tyler Perry a billionaire with no bitches. He. There's two things we got to stop glorifying. Uh, Tyler Perry, he ain't had no bitches. Just that, like everything else he accomplished in life, we should glorify. But we need to point out the fact that Tyler Perry don't have no bitches as a billionaire in a world where he could be buying all these Birkins. And two, we got to acknowledge that that nigga from Home Alone got left at home twice and he ain't had no bitches either. Like this nigga didn't even throw a house party. Bro, he was like seven. Yeah, he was like 10, bro. So you telling me all his friends were gone. So what that, you gonna do? All that neighborhood didn't leave. You know, you know your neighborhood. Listen, Everybody don't listen, got family listen, out of listen, town. I, listen, I, I got you right here. You said that the, the neighborhood where you grew up at, you were the only one around your age bracket. I also didn't have friends. But that was a white boy in a white rich neighborhood. There were kids in that neighborhood. They should have been at his house fucking shit up like that, not being chased by adults, so, so you, which so, is a whole so different do you, story. So do, you, do you think that most of those people in those neighborhoods should have been having dinner at their house? They shouldn't have been traveling to other places. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like they should have been at home. These are family, well-established family home bases. You know, as black people, we don't really know about this situation because we don't come from those circumstances, a lot of us come from broken homes. But that's another topic for another day. Honest, that is. Um, So to move right along, let's give people the tips on moving on. Because coming in in 2021, you don't let some shit go. It might have been your maybe. friends. Maybe. Or you may be. Big Maybe. You may be scared of letting them people go. So oh, I hope this you just episode ain't did it yet you're a procrastinator. gives you the encouragement to let go of things that are no longer serving you. All right. Okay? 
And after you do that, we're here um, to give you some tips on moving on. All right. So the first thing is to look at your life as a journey. And what that means is to keep in mind that everyone who's doing okay now has had moments when they thought that they'd never be okay again. And I mentioned that when I talk about the times that I was dumped or the times that people didn't want to fool with me no more because I was on some nut shit. And I reflected and I understood that I was on some nut shit. But now I'm in a different place. So I say that to say that a breakup may feel like it's the end of the world, but it's just a moment in your journey. It's not the whole journey and it's not going to last forever. You know, like as long as you continue to move on from that, you might be all right. I'm a little triggered. Why? I'm afraid of change. <laughs> Niggas get vulnerable, they laugh at you. No, I'm not laughing I, at you. I'm afraid of change, bro. I feel like uh I feel like I might not ever get back to a place where shit was okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, so like sometimes I think this is just me, maybe some of y'all feel the same way, that I'm I play a position that if I don't play, I'm not wanted. So I may be your listener friend. Mm-hmm. Even though I don't wanna be. I want this to be a What's that shit? Symbiotic relationship where you listen, I listen, we both benefit. Mm-hmm. But now I feel like we not. You know what I'm saying? It's not equal. And I'm just a listener friend. And I feel like now if I decide to change this situation because I don't think it's serving me, I get into a place where I think like, well, maybe I'm not u- not not useful. Not it's I'm I'm useless to people. Mm-hmm. Because maybe I play a specific role in people's life, even though I know for a fact that I don't want to play this role no more. So you get stuck into playing a role because you don't want to feel useless. Yeah, that's yeah, that's tricky. Yeah, because you put all your value into being yeah being that for somebody, and that's how you see it. Where they could be looking at you like, oh. He's my listener friend, but he's also funny. He's also there when I need him. Um, we also have a good time together, but you're just focused on this one thing. I mean, that's and not that fair. may not be the thing what that... your whole relationship is wrapped up in. Yeah, but even if I am all these things, you know, once you take one away, all of that goes away. So now I'm not the funny friend no more. I'm not the friend we have good friends because I decided not to be the listener friend no more. So it worries me sometimes. I ain't gonna hold you. Mm-hmm. It lets me. I I feel the type of way. I get a little insecure about it, and so you know, uh, I might be scorned. Like I'd rather be in this. But I would bad place. I would challenge you to say that if they find you useless because you take away that one thing that you believe that is the thing that makes your relationship, and they then find you unuseful. Like, were they worth being there and to be to begin with? But here's the thing, bro. It don't. It's not like you go around and say, "Hey, J- <laughs> hey, Riz, what role do I play in your life?" Mm-hmm. You notice that. You notice though. I mean, I mean, it's not like you know. Do you, you, you like? Know. But listen to how this sounds when you say that. Think about the role you think you play in your friend's life, right? What if one day you decide to take that away from them? Does that relationship still continue? 
It can. Because you can adapt. It's not necessarily, it's not like black and white. Like if I can't be that role in your life, I can't do anything. It's like, hey, this role isn't working out for me anymore in your life. Let me try this role. It's not like we definitely don't move like that. I don't move like, damn, I can't laugh with Measy anymore. I guess I got to stop talking to him. It's like, no, I can't laugh with Measy anymore. Let me figure out what else we can do because I enjoy this person. But this is how the vibes get fucked up. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? The vibes get fucked up like that. But then you address it, which is what you said. Yeah. Yeah, but we pussy as humans. It sounds like self-sabotaging because you automatically assume that you're useless in that person's life without actually... Confirming if you are, yeah, you know I'm mm-hmm. insecure sometimes. God's still working on me. We all have a little insecurity. I, I yeah. Another one. <laughs> you dropping them? You going, going crazy? crazy. <laughs> Boy, hold on, step back. Cash out. Hey. James Harden with the wrist. So the next one is to reflect realistically, and we touched on this a little bit. And it's like there is always real loss that comes with breaking up. However, we also tend to look back on our relationship with a zoom lens on the good. And a blinders on the bad. Mm. Reflect on the relationship for what it is. Um, and that is something that Karen Weinstein said in an interview with Business Insider. So, I mean, she's right. Like, we, especially if you hurt, you hurt this nigga not fucking with you no more. All you could think about is the good times. Like, we done had it. You have that real plan in your head. Like, we did this together. We were so great when we did this. But what about the telltale signs that led up to y'all breaking up? Damn. When you reflecting and you you mourning a friendship or a relationship, you have to think about the bad things, too. Or else you're never going to get over it because you have this imagery in your head that this was a great relationship or a great friendship. Or your mom was really great in your life. When in all actuality, it was a lot of bad shit that was happening. And you may be better off without it. Right. Um, That's crazy. Um, and the third one is perfect because we're all for... You know, being realistic and being open and expressing yourself is feel the feelings. It's normal to be emotionally raw after a breakup or a friendship breakup or cutting somebody off. Although these feelings can feel overwhelming, we should remember that emotion comes in waves. It arrives, peaks and subsides. Accepting our feelings is a part of a path to healing. Treat yourself the way you will what you would a friend and give yourself a break. Like take some time. Cry a little bit. Sit down in a bathtub. Um, I, I love that it says. <laughs> I was. I was Did you get scared? Too? I, was I got scared I was a little bit. <laughs> no, but I love how it says treat yourself the way you would a friend, because a lot of the time, I mean, let's think about it. we're with ourselves all day long. I'm with you all day long, right? Yeah. But if your friend, Meezy, well, Meezy, I don't know because this might be a little tricky for you. Like, I be telling my niggas, <laughs> nigga, you pussy, bro. Fuck up. Let's get back and get up, bro. Yeah, but that's how you would talk. That could be encouraging to you. Treat yourself the way you would a friend. So if my friend is going through a breakup, I'm going to be there. I'm going to listen. I'm making jokes. Listen and being. Making jokes all the time. So. That's good. Maybe that'll make you laugh. Nah, they might make them. That bitch ain't had no edges. That's going to make you laugh. <laughs> it's going to make me laugh. I don't know how that's going to feel. It stunk a little. <laughs> like, like it's, not, it's not funny to the guy that miss her. Like, it's not funny. It's not funny. Like, it's not. <laughs> but I think that's a good one, though. You do have to give yourself time to feel your feelings. <laughs> What's the name of the character from uh, from Insecure? The light skinned friend that lost his lost his wife and then got back. 
We all know he, he, was was always, he was always talking about how Issa was trash. You know what you talk about, yeah. <laughs> but the crazy thing about that is that's like a double edged sword, though. Because when you start to feel your feelings, that's when <laughs> that's when the Drake end up in the background of the snap of these LED lights. That's when uh you <laughs> that's when you end up in uh in a DM uh asking her like, is that nigga over there? Like right. you know what I'm saying? Like it get it get weird when you start when you really open up and embrace these feelings. Nah, well, you see she at the McDonalds that y'all used to go through, so you might get in your car and roll by just to see who she with. Like it it get tricky sometimes. Well then the article goes on to say, Remember that our feelings are acceptable acceptable but the feelings are thoughts around the feelings like you'll never find anyone else or you can't live without him or not or the feelings about i should pull up to his house right now that's not okay that's, that's not a part that's of that's not good that's not that's not a good side you have good. the level you i'm hurt, talking about hurt people hurt people allow yourself the time to feel sad and understand that this is just a peak or a, a wave a valley it's a valley, peace and valley. a piece a what peak and valley peak, peak and valley, valley is a high or you're at the low right. it goes up and down it's not just going to be like you're going to be sad forever and if if you do get to that point it might be time to talk to somebody like like we say all the time professional sexually active may feel like therapy but we are not therapists okay we're, we're just therapeutic <laughs> therapeutic <laughs> it's just like yeah but you gotta like when you you gotta know which level to accept your feelings like, mm-hmm. if you want to cry cry yeah but if you want to go put Burn this nigga. Murder, car. murder, kill, yeah, kill. Nah, nah. That's, probably, mm-hmm. that's not the feeling nope. you should embrace. Not that feeling. <laughs> Hold on to that. You can express yeah. that in other ways, but yeah, murder, right. murder, kill, kill is not it. And I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even like take yourself to go over there. This is for friends and relationships. I wouldn't take my time to go over there and ask for the clothes that they borrow back. No, don't. Like you gotta try that. That's a closure end. is just something yeah, they you do on movies. Charge that to the game, we man. don't have to do that in yeah, real life. You don't have to. I mean, closure is for you, but you can find closure in so many ways. You do not have to find the clothes that you let them borrow. When I was in high, (laughs) story time. All right. When I was in high school, um, I found closure with a a relationship. This was like after graduation. I've came home from college, and I found closure by uh, burning all the pictures of that relationship Mm -hmm. in the driveway. Oh, so that meant like prom pictures, graduation pictures. Like we set up a little, uh, what's that shit? A little uh, uh, picture innovation pictures. Like I burned all that shit. Oh, y'all was at the innovation quarter taking pictures? No, like no portrait innovation. Oh, okay. You know where they only pull down that white ass screen and oh. you take pictures on that white Aww. screen in your matching outfit. Damn, we can't even look at them. Had to burn all of that. Mm. Had to burn all of those because. I felt like that was the way I could get closure to this thing. And that was how you decided to cope. I might have been an arsonist, mm-hmm. but it made me feel better. That's what they did in the '90s movies. We saw it with Angela Bassett. What else? What else do we know? Yeah, I think you're supposed to burn stuff. Well, I thought at that time you that burning yeah, stuff was, was a solution. Please, I was gonna say, please watch how you say that. Oh, I thought that was a way to. You know, I like I like the. Sh- sh- I'm the I'm the same kid that got the candles taken away from her at a young age because I used to like the watch. Never mind. You um, had candles, at- Yankee candles, and I would take the wax and pour it on shit, and then wait for it to dry, and then peel it off. It was so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so. Uh, 
going back to moving on, you should find a support team. Our friends can be the best tool we have when we're figuring out how to move on. Whenever we're experiencing any difficulty or a transition in life, it's helpful to put together a support team or group of people we know we can turn to when we feel our worst. Um, this list can be long or short. It can include family, friends, counselors, or coworkers. I highly advise against coworkers. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and take that off. They might, um, they might tell you business. And maybe even family, too, because they they... You think? I mean, uh, well, you guys understand cousins is family, and they like your first best friends. Yeah, 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 yeah. but family hold grudges, so you gotta be careful with that. Right. Um, not your whole friends, right? Don't start with your whole friends. You gotta wait till you get to the second stage to get to your whole friends, right? You gotta get to like your friends that that might want to sit in the house and watch Lifetime with you. Yeah, your the whole friends, friends love got, you. Your whole friends gotta be there when you be like, "Hey, bitch, I'm bike." So the only criteria is that when we choose these people, we choose people who make us feel positive and make us feel like ourselves. Oh, so might, these are friends that make you feel like home. Never mind. That might be the whole friend. Yeah, it might be the whole friend. Somebody got, somebody got your A in that snap. Yeah, but also <laughs> make sure it ain't the friend that's trying to hype you up. Let's go burn this nigga shit, bitch. Valid. I want to jump his mama. Valid. Make sure it ain't that friend. Valid. <laughs> make Valid. sure it ain't the jump his the mama wild, friend. The wild shit about this is... Y'all know exactly who those friends yeah, are, too. You know exactly who those friends are. Like, <laughs> you you gotta relax. Um, so then the last one is explore your attachment style. Um, a recent a recent study at Pace University showed that how people respond to breakups has a lot to do with their attachment style. The study found that individuals who reported higher self-esteem, less rejection, sensitivity and lower levels of attachment anxiety reported less adverse effects to breakups. So um, do you guys know your attachment style? Apparently there's four of them. It's secure, dismissive, avoidant, anxious, preoccupied, and fearful, avoidant. Um, and for those of you who are listening, I'm going to go ahead and take a moment to break those down before we get into what our attachment styles are. So um, let's see. Here we go. Right here. So um, your attachment styles there can be four different ones. You may not be in one particular one, but there are definitely four different ones. The best one to be is insecure attachment. So if you're out there. That's the and, best? Yeah. They don't sound that good. And you have secure attachment style, that's good. Like, it's not like secure, like latching on and not letting go. Like, it just means that you're secure in yourself and you're able to attach to other people. That's oh. the best place to be. All right. Um, so what that looks like is you have a positive view on yourself, a positive view of others. Um, you're comfortable with emotional intimacy. You're comfortable with closeness. Um, you have healthy relationship bonds. Uh, you're secure and trusting. And he's there for me when I need him. That's you. And she always calms me. That's that's what secure attachment looks like. It's healthy. It's not that toxic shit that you guys like online, okay? That's the best kind. <laughs> So that's the best place to be. Um, as we go down the chart, the next one is anxious attachment. Um, you have a negative view on yourself, a positive view on others. You're dependent. You're fearful of losing a relationship. You're emo you have emotional highs and lows. You can be aggressive. You're clingy on separation. Um, you say things like, she'll let me down. He'll leave me. So you're kind of wrapped up in that person. Um, and it can be a scary place. Sounds like it. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and then we have avoidant attachment. So you have a positive high view of yourself. You have a negative view on others. You are independent and self-reliant. Uh, it's difficult for you to get close to others. You put up walls. You leave or avoid um, during conflicts. Um, you say stuff like, I don't need her and I can take care of myself. Yeah, I feel a little seen. Sound like ain't no. <laughs> sound like it ain't no accountability. And, <laughs> and, keep and you keep driving them. So that's the exact opposite of secure attachment because you only put so much value in yourself. You can't depend on other people. Oh shit! And uh, the last one is the opposite of anxious attachment, and that is fearful attachment. So you have a negative view on yourself and a negative view on other others. You seek close closeness and avoid closeness um you are disorganized and you're fearful of making connections you could be self-harming or abusive and you may say things like there's something wrong with me and no one can love me so yeah now that that's on the table um we have a quiz that we all took do you guys want to talk a little bit about what your attachment style looks like and how that plays into you cutting off or being cut off and how you attach to people in your life? I mean, I can go first because okay. we kind of talked about this earlier. Um, I I took the test because I wanted to know. And uh, if you could guess, I'm very dismissive. <laughs> uh, uh, shocker, huh? Shocker here. But I think it's because I don't. Like, feel the need to, like, be close to people. Mm. Sometimes I'm afraid that, you know, I don't live up to people's expectations. I don't want them to grasp a hold of me and I let them down. Mm. So sometimes it's better to just put this wall up, you know, and protect myself from you and you protect you from me. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes, you know, I may be toxic, you know. And I don't want, I don't ever want to be, you know what I'm saying, taken from the pedestal that you believe that I should be on. And so sometimes I get a little fearful of that. And, you know, it's a, it's a detriment to a relation, to my relationship sometimes. Because it's like one of those things where, like, people don't ever think they're close to me. They don't feel close to me. I don't express that they're close to me as much as I probably should. Which doesn't. I feel like that. Which means, you know, I don't. It's not that I don't, you know what I'm saying, I don't want you here. It's just, I just don't accept it well, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't express myself well. You know, I'm learning to communicate, you know, but it's just one of those things where, you know, I just, I don't, you know, I let people down before. And, you know, it it, it makes me feel bad. I, be, I actually feel everything that you said, and it's very hard for me to say that because I, too, have a dis- <laughs> dismissive avoiding attachment style so i am dismissive in my relationships and friendships and all those types of things i don't like emotional intimacy um and i often appear like i don't need or want it um i come off as selfish and disregard my partner's needs and desires and i have a hard time opening up to others so i remain detached and remote in relationships and it comes off as like damn this bitch don't need me and i i, I do, do, I do but i have a hard time That's saying that I like for example and this is very hard for me to admit on air but this is who i am and i'm coming 
to terms with it with my like you said we're opening up we're building it's 2021 we're coming into a new space and we want to be able to work past this because it is toxic for the people that love us right um so the other day it was a weekend and it's the saturday it's typically a day that me and eric spend together because he works a lot so he was about to go run to the bank because he's where the money reside or whatever. And I was like, so are you going to go to the office like after this and work? Or are you going to come back? And I was kind of just saying it because I did want him to come back in the back of my mind, but he fucking caught me up. Cause he goes, well, what do you want? And I said, I, I want you to do whatever you want to do. He's like, no, what, what the hell do you want though? Like I said, I, you could do whatever you want to do. Okay, I probably didn't want him to come back. <laughs> no, you could do whatever you want to do. I wanted him to come back. In the back of my mind, I did want him to come back. I wanted to spend time with him before I left to go hang out with my friend. <laughs> so I had a hard time saying with my grown ass, "Yes, I want you to come back." And it <laughs> literally came out like, "I want you to come back," and I'm kind of pissed that you're making me say this, but yeah, I do. And. It's just like shit like that. It shouldn't be like that. Shit like that. <laughs> it shouldn't be like that. Yeah, I don't. The thing is, I didn't realize what she was doing, but then I was just like, no, I I want you to say it. It's not like, fair. There's, there's no wrong. There's nothing wrong. Like, don't tell me, oh, you could do what you want to do. I'm like, no. Do you want? I had to like spell it out. It's like, do you want to chill with me for a bit before you go with your friends? And then she had to repeat it. But the thing is, what I guess what makes it worse is that. I, I try I try not to come off too serious, so I'm like being silly about it, like you know making a voice or something like that to get her to actually say it, to try to loosen her up to not feel like so obligated to say it. I mean, shit like that be happening though. Like, I'm sorry if I expect you to read my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you can't do it at this point. I, I, I like I feel I like in which it goes along with this. Like I feel like based on my past. Action! You should be happy to like you've really explored a part of me that people don't typically get to see. I'm, I mean, like <laughs> if I had on headphones and you asked me a question and I said what, and then about ten minutes later you asked me another question and I said what again, I feel like before you ask me a third question, you should probably understand that I'm on headphones. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Learn me, <laughs> understand me, feel feel like feel like I'm a part of your life. Just because I don't communicate well doesn't mean I don't want to be a part of your life. I want to be part of your life more. A little bit. Not not too much. I don't want like, you to know that. Like, like I don't want you much. to know that. Like, though. not too much. <laughs> like, give me the 80-20 mm-hmm. rule. You know what I'm saying? Like, let me be, I, I like, let me, you know, up it a little bit. 75-25. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be there 75% of the time. Mm-hmm. But, like, 20, 25% of the time. I kind of like, I can't say that I want to be there with you. Yeah. So I say all that to say, you know, if you're somebody out there listening and you feel like you have dismissive avoidant attachment style, um, they say that the goal is for us to start thinking about and doing the positive opposite. I feel like this emotional ass so, on the board. So say things <laughs> like... Well, what would it be like if we were to trust somebody? Or what would it be like if we didn't have the fear of closeness? And also, um, I think it comes from, well, what they say it comes from is that you might have stopped believing in other people at some point in your life. And you don't believe that people will meet your needs 
And um, it may come from some type of past trauma where somebody let you down or you let somebody else down and you just don't want to feel that again. So your defense mechanism is to appear as if you don't you don't care. One day we might got to talk about our childhood traumas on the show. Mm. <laughs> just, mm. Like if it was already hard enough telling niggas that I'm dismissive. <laughs> especially especially because you know it's always game yeah until yeah so I, i'm i'm interested to know what your what your your attachment style we is. already know what his is what? fucking secure you <laughs> <laughs> don't never have no problem telling us how he fucking feel he gonna tell us he gonna be like hey and i trust in you and i believe that you will do it the way that you're supposed to now what is it baby it's secure. <laughs> it was, um, yeah, it, it was secure. But you know, so when you take the test, it gives you a like a quadrant. It gives you the four blocks right where you kind of lie. So I'm in the secure attachment, but I'm very close to preoccupied attachment. Mm. So just which was weird because when I got the secured piece, I a part of me kind of said like, if there was like this imposter syndrome that kind of sat over like. Am I that secure? We just dropping all the triggers, today. right? So, like, am I am I that am I that secure? But my thing is with people that I care about or people that I deem worthy of of being around and stuff like that. I don't mind being transparent and say things how say things like as they come out in my head, and you know, and I think I told you that before. Like, I think it it comes to my own detriment where you know. Even when I'm, you know, in business, it's like, hey, like, I, of course, like I could try to, you know, nickel and dime somebody all I want. But if you say, hey, I want to do something, a part of me feels like if it's not the best bang for your buck, then I'm going to I'm going to tell you maybe you should try something else. True. Right. Because I, mm-hmm. I just want you to understand the full the full consequence of what, of what you're saying. You know True. what I'm saying? True. And, you know, you know, from a business standpoint, you know, that could be extra money that I'd be making. But it's cool. But That's I feel crazy. like I feel like you get rewarded in other ways. Yeah, you that is you. But uh, basically what this thing said was uh, having a secure attachment style means that you, your needs were met in early childhood and that you have worked hard to get here and you have succeeded, which is weird because, you know, yes, I did have both parents uh, in my life, but my parents you know, um, broke up when I was, when I was young and young and, but old enough to remember mm. and to remember how that felt. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, we might have to do that. Episode. Right. Niggas and got then, childhood traumas for real. Right. And then, uh, this says the next part is secure attachment is what we also call healthy, balanced, good attachment style. One in three people does not have this type of attachment, which means that they exhibit attachment disturbances throughout their lives. When we work with such individuals, we aim to move them towards an earned security range. We help them get on the path of secure attachment, which after, after reading that, I realized I do to people all the time. Like, I don't know, you know, I don't know that, Oh, someone's like just, you know, detached or, you know, have anxiety or something like that. But when they do certain things to that makes them feel insecure, I try to find ways to to embolden them or to like to show that yo know, like you can do it. Yeah. And then some people will call that Bobby toxic, toxic positive, positivity. I say Bobby Boucher. You've definitely I mean you've done that 
for me in our relationship, you're kind of like, well, why are you trying to avoid this conversation instead of having this conversation? Or why aren't you able to open up about this part of yourself? And what can I do to make you feel comfortable enough to open up about this? And I mean, you did it without even knowing that you were doing that, but you automatically sense that somebody isn't in the right form of attachment style and try to help them get to where they should be. Right. But then again, I do feel like it can be a little toxic because I'm trying to get you to meet me. I'm trying to get you to meet me and me not necessarily go to where you're at. It's not toxic though. I don't think it's toxic. I feel like when, you know, to get into that place, it doesn't serve me. (laughs) Yeah. um, So I'm curious to kind of hear what our listeners have to say about where their attachment style lies because there are two other ones that we didn't get a chance to talk about the um the fearful avoidant attachment which i think looks like you are scared of we talked about that early in the episode you're scared of losing losing somebody or not being needed yeah and what they say is that that comes from being abandoned earlier in your childhood like for ours it said that whatever trauma happened to us happened between the ages of um, when we were born in 18 months, I feel like mine was a little later because I, I pretty much know what caused it. But um, yeah, so I'm interested to hear what you guys have to say. I'm going to put the the link to the quiz in the bio for this episode. Um, but it's definitely it's from the attachment project. So if you go to quiz.attachmentproject.com, you can go ahead and take your quiz and figure out where you are with your attachment style and um, how that relates to how you're able to cut people off or um, uh, move on from people. And it will be in the show notes. Yes. And you can actually go to thetextuallyactive.com and look at the, the blog post for this episode and you can find it there too. Yeah. So it'll be on thetextuallyactive.com and in our show notes. But um, the last part. For us, and I guess we can do this in our final thoughts, is wrap up how our attachment style plays into how we move on or how we're able to cut people off. So let's take a break and then we'll get back to it. And we're back. So as promised for our final thoughts, I want to talk about how me and Meezy's attachment style relate to how we cut off people or how we move on and then get into Eric and how his secure attachment style Plays into how that's he what lets I'm saying. people that's, go. Listen, <laughs> being being one of the black culture, you can't be secure in yourself. They were like, "This motherfucker is secure. This nigga is secure." <laughs> so how do, how do you feel like it affects you? Oh, uh, like I said earlier, yep. Uh, <laughs> I don't let people get close. Yep. Enough. Yep. Like they get close, but they don't get close enough. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, I had this weird thing. Like people, like think I'm the. The charismatic one that people attach themselves to, which is weird, but you know that's a conversation for another day. It's the nonchalantness. Yeah. yeah. Damn. You do come off as carefree though. When we talked about our party styles, remember we talked about how we um, think people see us, ideal how we see self, ourselves, yeah. ideal self, all that yeah, stuff. But I be drunk, so <laughs> duh. I'm gonna be. Of course, I'm gonna be more fun when I'm drunk. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> but uh, I just I I try. Hey, it's one of those things where it's hard. I just, it's, I don't, like, I don't let them get close. So, like, you're close enough to me that where we're at in this relationship, it's good enough for me. Like, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, we can be really close. I can know all of your business. You can know some of my business. Uh, 
We could, you know what I'm saying, bounce ideas from each other. I'm very open to collabing. That's another one. That's another one. <laughs> Yeah. But uh, hot word, a word. Now I'm gonna have to. We're gonna have to get create a new sound for the. the we gotta we gotta do a, a time on us out. I mean, every time I say a buzzword, <laughs> but uh, for twenty one, like every time somebody says a buzzword, it goes up. But uh, it's just really one of those things where it's like I'm open to a lot of things, but like getting close is probably not one of those ones. And you know, it's detriment to some of my relationships. I know it puts a damper. On my love life with uh my queen, uh, but it's one of those things where I, you know, you, I'm working, I'm working on me, like, mm-hmm. so when, when I, when I'm dismissive, that's all it is, like, whatever, like, you gone, you, you gone, I make people leave, so that's how I move away from it. It's better for you to put the blame on yourself than to let somebody else let you down again. Oh. I feel you. <laughs> I feel you. <laughs> Um, yeah, I definitely move the same way. I just don't attach easily, easily. It takes a lot of, and I hate to be that person because I'm totally against it when I see my friends going through it with somebody, but to a sense, like you got to prove that you valuable enough for me to let my walls down for you. Like I don't just be, (laughs) (laughs) y'all are nasty. (laughs) I'm literally talking about like emotional walls, but not the sugar walls. When you say that in context, that's the same way bitches be ended up pregnant. Uh huh. Yeah. So you have to, you have to, you have to earn it. I can't just, I'm not one of those people that let you in on everything that I have going on on the first meet. Like I'm very friendly. I'm very nice, but we not going, we not doing it. Do you not see the metaphor? Yeah, I do. We like, not, we not hitting it off. Like you not about to pop. Like, nah, we got, gotta do that. You got a 90 day room. It's a 90. <laughs> it could be 90 years. Like, yeah, you gonna have to sit there and wait. And then before they can blow into your whisper. Right. And then, <laughs> and then let a motherfucker leave because they like, damn, she too closed off. She's like Shrek. She's like an onion. I'm gonna be like, yeah, I knew that wasn't, I knew that's exactly why I ain't open up. That's toxic. I hate it. And I want to be better. So 2021 is is all about just putting my trust in people and and having the chance to understand what it will feel like to be open. And it's it is a protective thing, so it's going to take some time to get off of it. So bitch, I've been hurt. I've been hurt before. I'm scared. <laughs> hey, what you got? So for secured, um basically I I kind of just let you know. It's just I'm going to address how I feel about something. Yeah. And I, I took me a while to learn that I can't be mad at you for something that you don't didn't know was bothering me. Right. Mm-hmm. So if something is, is bothering me the way that you're doing it, it I, uh, I have the understanding to myself that if it's really, really uncomfortable. Right. Like I don't I don't never ad- not address it. You know what I'm saying? Like it may take me a while because it's really, really uncomfortable. But after a while, I'm like, all right, look, I have to have an uncomfortable conversation with you. And it's not for me, you know, especially if, and this again, this is for the people that I do allow in, you know, this you don't allow everybody to to be attached to you. Mm. But once I do let you know and you are not making changes to change that behavior, especially if it depending on how detrimental it is to me, then I just I just I don't I don't I don't uh, it's not what they say now as from easy. Um, it's not an airport. I'm not going to announce when I when I depart. <laughs> mm. <laughs> that's 
that's a good one. I like that. That's hey, a we bad shouldn't bad. take this one. That's a good one. <laughs> right. I'm not gonna announce when I depart. Let me write that down. Yeah, that might be a title. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. I feel you. That's so yeah, it's just you know you 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 give them you you set up the chance like you give them the opportunity to rectify the situation, and I'm I'm open to uh, open enough to know when you are honestly trying to make the change. If you're if you say you are and it's and it's it's hollow, then bye bye. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, they say the best way to move on or the best way to get over a man is to get under a new one. And we have the playlist for you to do that too. You're now tuned in to W You're now tuned in to W M E Z. First baby maker of twenty twenty one this year will be Cairo and Genius. This is called Chance Again featuring Kaleem Taylor here on WMEZ. So that was Cairo and Genius. That was called Chance Again featuring Kaleem Taylor. If you like that joint and you want to hear it again, be sure to go to your favorite DSP, uh, Apple, Title, and Spotify. Type in Textually Active Podcast, and you too can exchange soul ties with your new mate in 2021. Ooh. I'm dropping them bitches, but <laughs> I got it. Here on WMEZ. Textually Active. So, <laughs> I was just thinking, it'd be great if for 2021 we could hear from some of the artists that are featured in our Baby Maker section. Um, just to have them, because they make some great music, you know? Just to talk to the artists a little bit. We'll see. We'll see what we'll we see. make happen. We'll see what we do for 2021. It's a new year. It's a new feel. It's sexually active still. So, you know that we pull out... Our memes at this point of the episode, and I am going to let Eric go first. What do you have? Body in that shirt. You're killing me on this one. <laughs> I'm usually so used to going second. Oh, you don't have a meme? All right, uh, Meezy, what you got? Uh, I'm just going to let y'all know. New year, new me. And because it's a new year, new me, due to financial reasonings, I will be passing away. What? <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> you? You gotta stop. <laughs> okay. All right, Eric, what you got? Damn, I still don't have anything. Okay. Give me a second. Give me a second. Don't just. That's fine. that's okay that you don't have a meme. So you just gonna die? Just, you just, you just gonna pass away? I'm out of here. Okay, that makes sense. Six hundred one enough. I'm out of here. 
That definitely makes a sense. I am going to go ahead and do mine. So for my meme for the week, my meme of the week, it goes, um, damn, I said that in the episode. <laughs> the fact that I have more clothes to sleep in than I do to go out says a lot about who I am as a person. I like that. I was never that going out friend. I was always that friend that was down to chill and watch a movie. Uh, I'll sit on FaceTime with you. We could cook some. I'm always down to eat. But going out, that's where you lose me. That's where that's a quick way to lose me. You want to go to the club all the time? I'm not that girl. That is not me. I don't know who you thought I was. Sorry. Sorry to this one. Um... All right, so this is this is I guess I'm gonna make something up on the fly. It's probably not gonna hit, but screw it anyway. I think if you give us the buzzies. All right, so you know, with 2021, I just want to look outward, right? I want to look going forward. So I don't really have a meme that's gonna be funny, but I just want to leave you guys with some thoughts, right? And you know, when it comes to cutting off that friend, just like how you would with the the new COVID 19 vaccine, wait until the new edition comes out and then see what you want to do. That's all I got. Fuck these trans and this vaccine. Right. I ain't don't need none of them. That's all I have. I mean. I don't need none of that. Fuck the friends and the vaccine. Fuck friends and the vaccine. Nigga, shut up. I'm, you're sitting right across from two of your fucking friends. Talk about fuck your friends and the vaccine. What are you talking about? And I also don't reply in a group text. You do? Re- so you've been doing it on purpose? No, that's just who I am. So you wait until we're... On YouTube, and we're recording live for you to say that you purposely been not responding to the group chat. I, I thought y'all would figure it out. Oh my yeah. god! You know the fucking vibe, bro. You just sat up here and told us you've been up for twenty four hours, but you can't respond to the group text. It's niggas like you. It be niggas like these are the, you know when when we be seeing the memes. It's you. They talk about you. You gotta understand. Respect, I'm gonna start sending them to you. Respect my do not disturb. How about you do that? Respect my if I don't know this number, the phone don't ring. Respect that. Leave a message like Spectrum do when your bill overdue. All I know is that if I call your phone and it don't ring, I'm gonna be hot. Okay. You better not be with your other friends. <laughs> don't let me call that phone and that phone not ring because I'm gonna be a little tight. It's on you. <laughs> because you might not the be thing about do not disturb is that it has the favorites. I don't do favorites. Okay. All right. Well, guys, this has been another episode of Sexually Active. The first. I actually have a favorite in my phone. The first one of 2021. Uh, Make sure you keep up with us on our social media pages. Go to the YouTube. Subscribe. Watch us. uh, Share it with a friend. Share it with a cousin. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter. I don't have no groups in my phone. Oh, my gosh. And uh, we'll be back next Tuesday. Happy Sexual Tuesday, y'all. If you can count and reach out to us about how many cliches me he has dropped in this episode i might have something for you that's on him <laughs> the same way you got something for somebody who left the video no new friends no new we friends. got some something no to the people who sent us no a video yeah. hey 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 what hey, are you saying hey, hey no new friends no new friends <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you guys next week bye thank you for listening to the textually active podcast This podcast is a full-service production from the Open Media Lab. Be sure to check in every Textual Tuesday along with following them on all social media at Textually Active Pod. Textually Active is a part of the Open Media Network.